Good morning and welcome to worship from Stowbury Kirk on Sunday the 17th of January. Uh, it's my understanding that to those of you listening on the phone line, we are having a wee bit of difficulty with the music. We'll see what we can do about that, but otherwise I hope that you can hear the words. By now, you should all have received your ballot papers regarding the proposed union between Stowbray Kirk and Glenburn Parish Church. The deadline for the receipt of your ballot papers is noon on Tuesday the 26th of January. It is with sadness that I intimate the deaths of four of our congregation, Hugh Bell, Maria Shorts, Margaret Johnston and Jim Ferguson. I would ask that we all keep Hugh, Maria, Margaret's and Jim's families and friends in our thoughts and prayers in the days and weeks to come. And these are all the intimations this morning. No matter where we are, we have come together into the presence of our Lord. So let us quieten our hearts and minds, put aside our concerns and distractions. Let us open ourselves to listen for God's voice, for the word God has for his people, for us. Come, let us worship the Lord who made us, who knows our every thought before it is formed. See the one from whom nothing is hidden, hear him speak. Come, let us worship and listen. We worship God in him 130, Ye servants of God, your master, proclaim and publish abroad his wonderful name, the name all victorious of Jesus extol. His kingdom is glorious and rules over all. We worship God in him 130. Lord God, you know us. You know us with all our strengths 
and with all our weaknesses. And we come before you asking your forgiveness for the times when we have done wrong and the times we have not done the right thing. Forgive us when we have spoken but should have held our tongues. And for the times we have spoken and for the times we should have spoken out but chose to keep silent. We thank you that our wrongdoings are forgiven through Jesus Christ and we pray that we would be strengthened through the power of your spirit. And hear us now as we pray together using the words Jesus taught. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. We turn now to scripture, which will be read for us by Stephen. Good morning. Our Old Testament reading is from the book of Psalms. Psalm 139, reading from verse 1 to 6, then 13 to 18. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. When I took out them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Amen. Moving to the New Testament, we read from the Gospel according to John. John chapter 1, reading from verse 43 to 51. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, were from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. 
Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus said, you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You will see greater things than that, he then added. Very truly, I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Amen. And may God add his blessing to these readings from his holy word. We now continue in our worship from hymn 500, Lord of Creation, to you be all praise. Lord of Creation, to you be all praise. Lord of all power, I give you my will. In joyful obedience, your task to fulfill. Lord of all wisdom, I give you my mind. Lord of all bounty, I give you my heart. Lord of all being, I give you my all. If I should disown you, I'd stumble and fall. But sworn in your glad service, your word I'll obey. And walk in your freedom to the end of the way. Hymn 500. psalm we're told that God knows us. The psalmist wrote, you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. So each one of us is known by God, known by God from the very beginning. I don't know if you've ever seen an ultrasound of a baby, but if you've ever seen the detailed ultrasound of a baby growing in its mother's womb, well, I don't think you can fail to be amazed to see the tiny bones, the beating heart, knitted together into the creation of a human being, fearfully and wonderfully made. So God knows us. He knows you and he knows me. God, God is wrapped up in every detail of us. God's divine fingerprints, if you like, are on every one, every single one of our cells. He knows our every thought. He's familiar with all our ways. Wow, how amazing. What a privilege to be known and to be loved in such detail. And yet, yet, isn't it just a bit scary? 
For the psalmist tells us that God knows everything we do. God knows everything we do. But God, God does not control us. God has blessed us with the gift of free will. The free will to make choices about what we do and when, about how we will live our lives. We, as individuals, we are free. We are free to accept God's invitation, free to follow God's call. And in the gospel reading today, we heard of Philip and Nathaniel meeting Jesus and answering God's call. Philip and Nathaniel, two friends who have an unexpected encounter with Jesus, two friends who react initially in very different ways. For Philip, well, Philip immediately responds positively to Jesus. Nathaniel, he takes a little longer. Together, Philip and Nathaniel help one another to understand who Jesus is. And they choose to begin a journey that will redefine who they are. When Nathaniel met Jesus, Nathaniel was surprised that Jesus knew not only his name, but so much about him too. Remember from the psalm, you are familiar with all my ways. Jesus, God's own son, knows each of us as individuals. But maybe, maybe sometimes, like, like Nathaniel, we wonder, why would God be interested in me? And when Jesus calls, some of us will, like Philip, be keen to follow straight away. Some of us will be more like Nathaniel, full of questions and concerns. But this telling of the meeting of Nathaniel and Philip with Jesus shows us that wherever we are, Jesus finds us and knows us. And I wonder, are we looking and listening out for, for him? For he will meet us in the most unexpected of places. Sometimes, like Nathaniel and Philip, near to home, perhaps in our workplace. And sometimes, well, sometimes in the most unexpected of ways and times and places, like the meeting between Paul and Jesus. But God meets us. God reaffirms his love for us. And God continues his creation of us, for he changes us through the power of his Holy Spirit. He changes us through the power of his Holy Spirit, and he calls us to help others to come to meet him, just as Philip found Nathaniel and brought him to meet Jesus. God knows us. He knows us as we are. He knows our good points, and he knows when we go wrong. And still, still God loves us. So let us each one of us, let us reach out to accept that love, that love offered so freely and so fully in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Son of Man, Son of God, and in his empowering spirit. And then, well then, let us, like Philip, bring others to meet Jesus, for, to tell them that God knows us, God loves us. Amen. And now let us bring to God our prayers of thanksgiving, of dedication, and our prayers for the world. Let's pray. 
Generous God, from our hearts we thank you. We say thank you for friends and for family, for our church and our community and all the people within. We say thank you for your creation, the world in which we live. We say thank you for the many ways you touch our lives, for laughter, for conversation, for birdsong and frosty mornings. We say thank you for times of silence and space to just be, for company and chance encounters, for simple things and special moments. We thank you that despite the difficulties of these days, we thank you that you are with us. You are with us in the highs and the lows of life. When we are busy, and when we are still, and when we are struggling with the ongoing day-to-day -day sameness of this year. You are with us when we believe with all our hearts, and when we are barely hanging on by our fingertips to our faith. You, Lord, you create and recreate and knit us together again. And we say thank you for the gift of your love given to us in Christ Jesus. And so generous God, from our hearts we thank you. And as a token of thanksgiving, we make our offerings in whatever way we can. We make our offerings to help share the good news of Jesus' love. Lord, hear us now as we pray for the peoples of the world waiting to hear good news. Loving God, we pray for the states of America to be united in the days and weeks ahead. We pray for an end to violence, for wisdom and protection for President-elect Joe Biden and all who will take office in a few days' time. We pray for those around the world at the mercy of extreme weather conditions. We pray for the people of Japan, of Indonesia, especially those rescue workers who died trying to save others, for those bereaved in the plane crash, for those in our own homes without power and heat. Lord, hear our prayer and draw us all closer to you. We pray for all those who are pushed to their limits at work and at home, for intensive care staff, for all in the emergency services, for GPs, teachers and school staff, for parents and students, for all those whose mental health is at breaking point. We pray for all who are ill and those nearing the end of their earthly lives. We pray for our governments and all whose decisions affect millions of lives. As we look on our high streets, we pray for those whose businesses are closed, whose shops are locked up, whose rooms have no guests, for those whose money is running out, for those on the brink of despair. And we pray for one another as we respond to the restrictions locally and nationally. Lord, hear our prayer and draw us all closer to you. 
We pray for your church, entrusted with the good news of Jesus and charged with serving all those in need. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Glenburn. We pray for hospital chaplains, for those ministering to the bereaved, and we pray for all who are bereaved. Especially today, we remember the families and friends of Hugh, Maria, Margaret, and Jim. Lord, in a moment of silence, hear the unspoken prayers from the depths of our hearts. Lord, we pray for one another as we seek to share our faith and our hope in Jesus Christ. Lord, hear our prayers and draw us all closer to you, Father, Son and Holy Ghost. Amen. And now let us gather closer to God around his table. For wherever we have gathered, this is the table, not of the church, not of the Lord, but of the Lord. It is to be made ready for those who love him and who want to love him more. So come, you who have much faith and you who have little, you who have been here often and you who have not been for a long time, you who have tried to follow and you who have failed. Come, not because it is I who invite you, it is our Lord. It is his will that those who want him should meet him at his table. And now we praise God in our communion hymn, hymn number 664. Here, O my Lord, I see thee face to face. Here would I touch and handle things unseen. Here grasp with firmer hand the eternal grace and all my weariness upon thee lean. Mine is the sin, but thine the righteousness. Mine is the guilt, but thine the cleansing blood. Here is my robe, my refuge and my peace. Thy blood, thy righteousness, O Lord my God. Here would I feed upon the bread of God. Here drink with thee the royal wine of heaven. Here would I lay aside each earthly load. Here taste afresh the calm of sin forgiven. This is the hour of banquet and of song. This is the heavenly table spread for me. Here let me feast and feasting still prolong the bright, bright hour of fellowship with thee. Hymn number 664.
let's hear once again the story of how this sacrament began. On the night on which Jesus was betrayed, he sat at supper with his disciples. While they were eating, he took a piece of bread, said a blessing, broke it, and gave it to them with the words, this is my body, it is broken for you. Do this to remember me. Later, he took a cup of wine saying, this cup is God's new covenant sealed with my blood. Drink from it, all of you, to remember me. So now, following Jesus' example and command, we take this bread and this wine, the ordinary things of the world, which Christ will make special. And as he said a prayer before sharing, let us do so too. Let's pray. Sovereign Lord, gratitude, praise, hearts lifted high, voices full and joyful, these you deserve. For when we were nothing, you made us something. When we had no name and no faith and no future, you called us your children. When we lost our way or turned away, you did not abandon us. When we came back to you, your arms opened wide in welcome. And look, you prepare a table for us, offering not just bread, not just wine, but your very self, so that we may be filled, forgiven, healed, blessed, and made new again. You are worth all our pain and all our praise. So now, in gratitude, we join our voices to those of the church on earth and in heaven. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Lord Jesus Christ, for us you were born, for us you healed, preached, taught and showed the way to heaven. For us, you were crucified. And for us, after death, you rose again. Lord Jesus Christ, present with us now, wherever we are, for all that you have done and all that you have promised. Yet what have we to offer? Our hands are empty. Our hearts are sometimes full of wrong things. We're not fit to gather up the crumbs from under your table, but with you is mercy and the power to change us. And so, as we do in these places, what you did in an upstairs room, send down your Holy Spirit upon us, wherever we may be. And upon these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become for us your body, healing, forgiving, and making us holy, whole, and that we may become for you, your body, loving and caring in the world until your kingdom comes. Amen. Among friends gathered around a table, Jesus took bread, broke it, and said, 
This is my body. It is broken for you. And later he took the cup of wine and said, this is the new relationship with God made possible because of my death. Take this, all of you, to remember me. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us your peace. Look, here is your Lord coming to you in bread and wine. These are the gifts of God for the people of God. Let us eat and drink together, remembering our Lord. And now, having eaten and drunk together, we are blessed with the peace of Christ. Not an easy peace, not an insignificant peace, not a half-hearted peace, but the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ is with us now, wherever we are. Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you have put your life into our hands. Now we put our lives into yours. Take us, renew and remake us. What we have been is past. What we shall be through you still awaits us. Lead us on, Lord. Take us with you. Amen. We close this service of worship by, with the final three verses of hymn number 664. Too soon we rise, the symbols disappear. The feast, though not the love, is past and gone. The bread and wine remove, but thou art here, nearer than ever, still my shield and sun. Hymn number 664.
God bless us today that we may be a blessing in our seeing, in our hearing, in our speaking. God bless to us today that we may be a blessing in our reaching, in our holding, in our letting go. God bless us today in our thinking, in our feeling, in our loving. And the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and all whom you love this day and forevermore. Amen.